Damn. <coughs> <coughs> All right. What is up? What is fucking up? It's a count. <coughs> Excuse me. Shit. It's a cannibal. The cannabis animal back at it again with another fucking edition of the Blum Report. What's up, everybody? Hope everybody's doing fucking great. Awesome times. We are in finally my favorite fucking month of the whole year. Fuck Christmas, fuck December, all that shit. Um, fucking Halloween. Everybody says they claim to love it, this and that, bullshit. Well, I fucking definitely love Halloween. It's one of my favorite times of the fucking year. Besides 420 and shit. <laughs> so, yeah. What is up, my people? Still smoking on this fucking, um, dosi dos. Actually, it's mixed between dosi dos and fucking, uh, I think I left a stem in there. <coughs> shit. Anyway, got two kinds in the jar. Big old fucking mason jar and shit. Got in the mason jar. I have uh, <coughs> dosi dos, and I don't know if it's Mendel breath or Mendel Kush. One of them fuckers. So, <coughs> damn. Excuse me. I've been smoking on this for a while already. Um, this bud has been good to me. I gotta say that much and shit. Shout out to everybody who's listening to the podcast, my bullshit. How we get down. I hope some of, some of, uh, my coworkers, if they're listening, what up? You guys are fucking awesome. So, yeah, let's fucking, uh, let's get into some shit. So, we are just gonna break it down today. So since it's um, Halloween month, <coughs> we're going to be talking, hopefully, all this month about horror shit. Um, I have a little little something prep, prep for today. We are going to be talking about monsters. Yep, classic monsters, baby. And <clears throat> I have a book that was gifted to me. It's pretty fucking awesome. It's Monsters, A Field Guide to Bloodthirsty Beasts. By Dave Elliott. <clears throat> this book is fucking dope. We're going to be discussing um, just classic movie monsters and shit. A bit. Not too much. Also, we're going to be talking about one of my favorite fucking legends of all time. It's a Mexican legend. For, but it has um, supposedly... It happens all over the world and shit. Uh, California too, I heard. Uh, La Llorona. Or The Weeping Woman. This fucking is a cool-ass story. I, I fucking love it. Because we're going to have that, and we're going to have a couple sound bites from YouTube. Uh, about So her supposed cry and all that crazy stuff. So please do not miss that shit. So right now, it is October 3rd, my Friday. I'm off the next two days and shit. So let's talk about some bullshit. Some dumb shit. Oops, my bad. Excuse me. Too close to the mic. Shit. So we're going to be talking about some bullshit. Like always. So, I don't know if I spoke about this before, but in paranormal news, um, there is a story that's been floating around 
from what I know. There's supposedly something called the Russian Atlantis. And in this Russian Atlantis, they found a iPhone case that's supposedly ancient and shit. So, pretty much, they found a belt buckle that's surprisingly familiar. Um, that looks like a phone case that would, you would just hang on your fucking belt and shit. And a dig site in southern Siberia in Russia. And it dates back to 2100 years, according to carbon dating and shit like that. So, um, it's rectangular. Uh, a It was buried in a grave of, of a woman. And um, <clears throat> in the Siberian ter- territory of Tuva, near the Mongolian border. So, the um, pretty much, it's this area is known for for the pretty much is um, because it was submerged in water for for several months a year and shit every year. So pretty much seven inches. I'm sorry, seven inches um, a year. I'm fucking stoned. So the the case measured seven inches long by four inches across, and it's buckles made of some gemstone uh, known as jet and it's inlaid with a number of small mother of pearl chameleon and turquoise beads and shit very fancy shit for that time so uh it's fucking crazy um i seen that shit it looks real fucking similar to a iphone case and all that shit i don't fucking know it's just fucking weird i mean there's another there was another dig site that they had that supposedly a like one of those old Motorola phones, like those big brick motherfuckers, was pretty much buried in a rock that was dating back fucking way before civilization and shit. So that's just fucking crazy. So <clears throat> I'm gonna just go off topic. Well, off topic, but ease into another topic. So let's. I've heard this before. So every. I don't know. Fucking. I don't even know how to explain that shit. Every period period in history has its golden era, if you will. So, I'm thinking, okay. So, history repeats itself. And what if every every era had their high points, whether it's super high technology, like us. Uh, you know, they have all this new shit, you know. What if everything that we had right now, computers, televisions, all that shit. What if all that shit existed back in the day? Back in every era. So what if all that kind of shit existed and all this high-tech things existed and then so much high technology that man invented some fucking weapon or destroyed destroyed itself? Um... And we have to start from zero. Of course, we wouldn't even fucking know. Because we wouldn't. So, who knows? That's just what I think. What if all these little buried fucking things are coming out? Because it's proof that they did have the technology just like us. But for some reason, man destroyed itself and got fucked. So, yeah. That's a... It's something to think about and shit. My fucking stone shit. So, yeah, and excuse my cussing. I know I cuss a lot and shit. That's just me. Um, I act the same everywhere and shit, so. Anyway. Yeah. I think that was fucking the weirdest fucking story I've done so far. So, fuck it. 
I hope everybody's doing great. Everybody's doing bomb diggity bomb bomb. Smoking on this fucking. This shit is fucking dosy dose. It's just this little nug smells fucking super grapey and shit. So super grapey. So also, if you guys um, if you guys like metal punk and shit, if you guys like <clears throat> all that stuff, check out my homies Das Wolfenstein and shit. Look them up. I know they're on Bandcamp, so give them a little like and shit. Check that shit out. So, check this out. I was reading also that uh, vapes all over the U.S. were banned and shit. So, including tobacco vapes. So, they're, that's fucking... I mean, I don't understand why. Because some of these vapes are, are compliant. Especially the tobacco ones and all that shit. So, it's kind of fucking weird. Throwing a little dirt out there and shit. But, yeah. So, <clears throat> again, we're going to break it down and shit. La Llorona. And fucking monsters. This may be a short one. I'm not sure yet. So, fuck it. Without further ado, let's fucking jump into this book. So, <clears throat> um, this book is really fucking cool. It's really dope. So, the... Let's go to fucking... How to use this book. So, it says in classifying monsters, we show that there are many more creatures in walking, walking the earth than the just the vampires listed in Professor Van Helsing's original field guide. So much information has been collated over the last century that that was never available to Van Helsing, and the decision to revise his original and necess, uh, was a necessity rather than an option. Ooh, very fancy. Oh, it tells you, avoid monster hotspots. One of the highlights of this guide is, to, is the observing monsters section. It's totally indispensable for those who travel with, a, with any frequency. Oh shit! So <clears throat> this is uh, the the cool fucking thing I uh, uh, I like about this is it's literally like a guide and shit. Even if it's fake, it tells you um, uh, monster behavior. Uh, singing now here you must re uh, tread carefully. Many have tried to storm Britney Spears on stage <laughs> based on the belief that she is a modern day siren or Pied Piper. No, while she is a monster. Uh, she is a monster by normal human standards. <laughs> oh shit, it's fucked up. She doesn't qualify here. Be be more on the lookout for singing plants that smack their petals together and stare at you like you are lunch meat. Oh, I remember that one. Seymour, feed me, Seymour. So let's jump into that shit. I'm just gonna fucking. Uh, I'm just gonna open a random page here. Let's see. You know what? Fuck this shit. I don't know. Hoax a monster? What the fuck? Alright. Cool. Alright. So at the top, this this book, Field Guide to Monsters, uh, has height, family, habitat, weight, origin, and intelligence. That's pretty fucking dope. So let's look at, let's look at Jason Voorhees and shit. Y'all know who that fucking is and shit. His height is 6'5". Family is homicidal maniac. Habitat, we all know camps. Weight, 300 fucking pounds. That fool is, that's crazy shit. Origin, Crystal Lake. Intelligence, and the symbol for intelligence is half a brain. That ain't, that's nothing. So it says, Jason Voorhees, a 300 pound unstoppable killing machine. You can recognize Jason Voorhees by his trademark white hockey mask. 
killed in 1957 when he was drowned at Camp Crystal Lake, Jason has been coming back from the dead to get his revenge on the camp. Damn. Seems to have a real problem letting go of things. <laughs> That's fucking everybody in life and shit. It turned out that Jason was a deformed little boy who was a who was ridiculed by both camp goers and counselors. Damn, I believe that shit somewhere. Some something. People are fucking fucked up sometimes. Hmm. He died while two counselors should have been watching him. Who should have been watching him were having sex. Nice. Behavior. Chops and hacks up teenage camp counselors by the dozen. Shit. And he fucking takes names too. <laughs> Lethality. Uh, completely deadly. Has no compassion. Will kill anything on sight. Weakness. Stupidity. And his love for his mommy. Alright. <clears throat> power swing. Uh, powers. Swings a mean machete. Machete. Wait on my mess. Wow. Oh, we got Michael Myers and shit. Height six feet. Family homicidal maniac. Habitat. Mental institutions. We know all that shit. Oh, this was lighter. His weight is 200 pounds. Origin. Haddonfield, USA. Intelligence. Half a fucking brain. So this funny shit. Michael Myers, not to be confused with Jason Voorhees, who hides his face behind a hockey mask. Michael Myers is more for a, for the theatrics and prefers a white, white stage mask when prowling for horny teenagers. Well, no, that shit. A killer since the age of six, Michael is pure evil and continually continually returns to his hometown of Haddonfield to terrorize the new inhabitants of this childhood house. Like Jason, he also ha hates sexual promiscuity and goes quite crazy with a butcher's knife. Shit. Behavior. Leaps out of closets and hacks people to bits. Lethality. Unstoppable. Weakness. Not sure if he has one. Well, okay. Powers are seemingly indestructible. Fucking dope. I like that shit. Let's fucking look at another one. Jack the Ripper. So I don't know if this motherfucker qualifies as a fake and shit because this motherfucker is real. But I guess he qualifies as a monster. So I guess his height was 5 feet 10 inches. Family, human. Uh, habitat, Whitechapel, London. Weight, 185 pounds. Origin, England. Intelligence, supreme fucking intelligence. He has f five little brains and shit. It says, on sa Saturday... February 25th, 1888, the first of nearly a score of victims, which would later be attributed to the mysterious quote-unquote Jack the Ripper, was left for dead. From that moment, through our present day and far into the future, this enigmatic figure has slashed his way across the universe. The world's first serial killer, this madman was never caught. Thanks to time machines and star spanning aliens, he's believed to be healthy and active today. That's <laughs> some bullshit right there. <laughs> Behavior. Stalks women and cuts them open. Works with the precision of a surgeon or at least a highly competent butcher. That makes fucking sense. Alright. Depending on the examining officer. Disappears without a trace and then waits in the dark alleys for his next victim. Lethality, lethality deadly as... They come. This grim brute, brute seems completely unstoppable once his juices get flowing. Shit. <laughs> <clears throat> motherfucker gets lied like a motherfucker. 
All right, we'll probably do a couple more, and then we'll fucking skedaddle. One of my favorites is uh, Frankenstein, or not Frankenstein, um, the monster um, that was made called Frank, uh, by Dr. Frankenstein. So let's not get that confused. A lot of people fucking confuse uh, um, uh, the big fucking, uh, the big dude that they think is Frankenstein is not Frankenstein. Frankenstein is the doctor. So, but I guess that shit stuck and he just became Frankenstein. So, um, yeah, pretty much, um, behavior hides in the dark. Castles walks it very stiffly. Like, yeah, like fucking, what is that shit called? Whatever. You got a fucking bad back or some shit. <clears throat> hides in the dark. Weaknesses can't ever find any clothes that fit him. Big heavy feet make him slow, light, and clumsy. Scared of fire, especially lit torches. Lit, carried by hundreds of angry villagers. Holy shit! Yeah. All right, let's fucking do. <clears throat> let's do. Let's do Joker. I don't know why the fuck he's a monster, but height five feet eleven inches. Family human. Habitat warehouse of gigantic props. Yeah. Weight, 185, origin North America, intelligence, 6. I believe it. <clears throat> Once a common criminal, an encounter with the vigilante known to the tabloids as Batman, left his skin bleached chalk white and his facial features frozen in a horrific, never-changing smile. This accident scarred his mind completely, leaving him in a fantasy world where he views all of reality as insubstantial. Behavior. Rampant killing sprees, completely, hopelessly insane. He has not the slightest hesitation in slaughtering anyone or anything for his own twisted amusement. He will murder any amount of innocent people if he believes that their deaths will suit a particular joke or punchline. Lethality, extremely lethal, a mere mortal, but he commands an impressive array of devices which he uses on anyone of any sex age, creed, color, etc. Weaknesses. Laughs incessantly, never takes anything seriously until it is too late. Powers. Though <clears throat> though quite mad, the Joker's extraordinary intelligent intellect makes him a dangerous opponent. I fucking, I believe that shit. I believe that shit. Fuck this shit. Let's take another fucking hit. Some good shit. Alright. Fucking A. Alright. Ladies and gents. Ladies and gents. I have another little fucking thing for you. <clears throat> Just gotta get my ass up and get it. So, as you all know, if you guys well, actually know, I don't even know if you guys know and shit. But I am 100% Mexicano. But I was raised in Cali and shit. So if you ask me, of course I'm gonna tell you I'm Mexican. Um, but I love the state that I was that that you know saw you know watched me grow up, you know, and uh, respect this country a lot. You know, even though I don't agree with all the shit's going on, but hey, that's just my opinion. We're all entitled to our own opinion and shit. Anyhow. 
there is another book that was gifted to me a long ass time ago and it's a uh, haunted southern california ghosts and strange phenomena i don't know if i've ever maybe fucking talked about this shit but it has a lot of fucking cool a lot of cool shit a lot of uh um just things in Southern California that are haunted and shit. <laughs> so, randomly opening this, I'm just going to read you a little bit about about um, the ghost of Marilyn Monroe. It says, The Hollywood Roosevelt Hotel's 450 rooms have hosted many world-famous films, famous film personalities, particularly in the 1920s and 1930s. <clears throat> when the hotel was an important social center for the movie industry, Located on Hollywood Boulevard across the street from the famed Chinese Theater, with its celebrated co- collection of footprints of the stars, the Hollywood Roosevelt has seen some ups and downs in its reputation and clientele, but apparently it remains a favorite haunt of some stars long dead. The hotel is thought to play host to some famous ghosts, to the most prominent of which are said to be the shades of Montgomery Cliff and Marilyn Monroe. So anyone wishing to meet the ghost of Montgomery Clift is advised to book room 928. It might help to be a music it might help to be a music lover in that room as Montgomery's ghost is said to play his bugle softly on occasions. The most famous ghost of the many said to hang out at the Hollywood Roosevelt is that of Marilyn Monroe. This is somewhat tragic uh, this somewhat tragic figure was born as Norma Jean Mortensen. Sometime, sometimes known as Norma Jean Baker. On June 1st, 1926, her mother was a film cutter who was very unstable emotionally. Little Norma Jean spent most of her early life shuttling among foster homes and orphanages, abused and unwanted, producing an insecure feeling, feeling that never went away, even at the height of her fame. She changed her name to Marilyn Monroe, after gaining some success as a photographer's model, including a famous nude shot that was used on the cover of the first issue of Playboy magazine. I seen that shit in good lord. Mm. Anyway, <clears throat> she signed a movie contract, but that first studio didn't use her talents. The contract lapsed, and Marilyn, Marilyn went through a tough time before being discovered, quote unquote, by another studio. It was rumored that it was rumored, but never proven that she supported herself as a high class call girl for a while. She probably fucking charged a lot. Shit. Reserve Cabana 246, once one of Marilyn's favorites, to have the best chance of encountering her ghost. Hers is a tragic, unhappy, though not hostile phantom. Her death by an overdose of legally prescribed drugs at her Brentonwood home on August 5th, 1962, was officially ruled a suicide. We all know that's bullshit. We all know that's bullshit. If you guys, if you guys, if you guys, if you guys listen to the, uh, the uh, Storm Air 51 um, episode. Um, there is supposedly the reason why she was she was not she didn't overdose she was murdered was because um, well of course if you all know that uh, she slept with both both Kennedy brothers and shit um, fucking John F Kennedy and I forgot the other fucking brother and shit um, and pl- pretty much you know. Uh, they were after. I'm, I'm assuming after they had like, you know, some bang and bang, they had pillow talking shit. And JFK after a good nut, he fucking spilled his guts about supposedly these uh, UFOs and you know aliens real and all this shit. So 
I guess um, they told it wasn't looking good for them because they were seen with the fucking president. So they pretty much made them stay away from her. So when they stayed away from her and she tried to get their attention and, you know, all this bullshit, I guess she got, according to a letter, she got really butthurt. So she filed a report. The report stated everything that they told them, that there's people on the moon, there's bases on the moon and shit, and there's fucking people already in space, all this bullshit. So that's pretty much why it's supposed to be fucking killed or so. But anyway, there's a lot of fucking weird shit around that. So, yep, that's uh, <coughs> Ghost of Marilyn Monroe. Look at another one. Let's look at one more and shit. Let's look at one more. I don't even fucking know what the fuck we, we, could, we could see. Fuck. Anyway, so I I don't know I can't even fucking remember what what I fucking talk about in my podcast and shit. I mean I try as much as I can, but I don't know if I spoke about an underwater base. Um, so let's talk about this shit. So um, uh, although dwarfed by today's nuclear powered carriers, the Midway is not exactly small. Launched in 19, 1945, the Midway was the first. American warship built that was too big to go through the Panama Canal. Tourists can visit the the Midway decommissioned in the Midway decommissioned in 1992 at the Navy Pier in San Diego, where this longest-serving carrier in the U.S. naval history is a floating museum. The Midway attracts many many tourists, but none will hear any mention of the guided tour about the ship's alleged encounter with the UFO that appeared to rise right out of the sea the rumored incident was never officially acknowledged it may or may not have happened but it is an impressive story nonetheless several sailors who were aboard the midway that fateful day swear they observed a huge ufo rise out of the sea abruptly then fly away at incredible speed narrowly missing a collision with the carrier <clears throat> they also claimed to have to have been sternly warned again against ever talking about the incident. To this day, these sailors insist on complete anonymity when reporting what they witnessed. <clears throat> Allegedly, the Midway was steaming through the Santa Barbara Channel, that part of the Pacific Ocean between the California coast and the Channel Islands, where the coast runs, al- where the coast runs almost due east-west. The carrier, of, the carrier was off Santa Cruz Island, which is south of the city, <clears throat> of Santa Barbara. It was early March 1989 and and a late winter storm swept the sea, reducing visi- visibility. None of the Midway's aircrafts were aloft. She was in home waters and and radar showed no unusual activity. Just after dawn, <clears throat> the story goes, sailors on early watch were amazed at the sight of a large, unmarked silvery disc rising out of the sea only a few hundred feet away. Sequentially, blinking lights appeared to race around the outer rim of the strange craft and made no sound as it rose to an altitude of about a thousand feet, then raced off the west. Hmm. Midway, the, the Midway's captain ordered a flight <coughs> fighter jet ordered a flight of fighter jets to follow it and intercept if possible, but the jets soon lost sight of the UFO. The incident never appeared in the ship's log or any official communication. As far as the records are concerned, it never happened. Among UFO believers, the waters off the California coast are a notable hotspot for UFO sightings. 
many of which involve the mysterious craft rising from rising from or sinking into the ocean. It makes some sense that UFOs would use underwater bases to avoid detection, which surely would follow on land. The planet's surface is 70% water, so sci any scientific observation of, Earth's by, of Earth by aliens should focus on water and undersea research. <coughs> Take a look at that shit. That's fucking true. I heard about that before. I heard um, that uh, there's uh, underwater bases right off L.A., all this other crazy shit, so look it up. Hopefully, I'll fucking I'll uh, have a, another episode of that shit. So, yeah, that was, I mean, you know, just some random shit for me to do and shit. Again, we're going to do a little, little more stuff uh, Halloween-wise. So, stay tuned for the fucking next segment and shit. When we talk about La Llorona, the Weeping Woman, Legend of Mexico, and apparently other fucking places. Not Mexico, so stay tuned for that shit. Cannibal out, baby. Yes, I'm a fucking pothead. So we do, baby. <laughs> Alright, the cannibal, the cannabis animal back at it again with this second segment of our spook <laughs> fucking month. I'm fucking, I was going to say stone and faded, stated, I'm stated, <laughs> fucking faded and stone. Anyway, I'm rambling on with some bullshit. Alright, and before I start, I know I fucking like to ramble, but let me just say something real quick. Um, my belly's full, I just ate, and a lot of the times when I eat, I think about people that don't have anything to eat, and that fucking just, oh, fuck, man, I could hate you, I could fucking hate your guts, <clears throat> I'll be damned if I let you starve, so yeah, I'm trying to teach that to my son as well, so, I'm having a little hard time sometimes, because, um, this little boy, sometimes he wants to eat something and he just wants to eat it or he thinks he wants to eat it and he leaves it there. And um, I get a little bit upset and not mad, just upset and I let him know. And he doesn't see it yet, but hopefully he'll see it later on. That not everybody is as fortunate as I am or you to be able to get up, drive in your own fucking car to get something to eat because you don't want to eat whatever you have at home and shit. So that's... In a sense, I can I, I, I kind of guess, you know, I, myself, kind of seem like I'm a little spoiled, spoiled and shit. So, yeah. Anyway. Let's fucking get this going. Get this shit going. The legend of La Llorona. I know I'm bullshitting. I know. <laughs> the legend of La Llorona, or the weeping woman, goes goes back to, I heard, to the, I don't know, the Mayan days, something like that, so that's fucking crazy, um, <clears throat> many versions of it, and not even that, many different places outside of Mexico that they state that they have their own legend of the weeping woman and shit, so if we're gonna fucking touch on that, so I want... I don't know if this, well, I know this video is real because I saw the whole complete thing. The first time I saw the video, it was cut off. 
I believe, uh, I don't know what time it was cut off, but it was cut off and um, it seemed like there was a lady that was screaming and yelling that was drugged out. So, because I guess this cop is filming in Mexico from far away and I guess he, he could see somebody down the street and they, they, they're yelling, yelling like crazy and shit. It's, it's, the, the yelling is fucking creepy. Check this shit out. This is, this is a... This is a fucking audio clip. One moment. Very guttural sound and shit. Very fucked up. So, <clears throat> let me break it down. The different there's different versions of, of, of the story. Pretty much, long story short, there was a indigenous woman back around I think 18th or 19th century that was very beautiful, but you know she was from a rancho and all that shit, <laughs> and. She was approached by a very handsome prince, a Spanish prince, or nobleman, or some shit like that. It was it wasn't prince. It was something. It was something to do with royalty. So this guy was handsome. She's pretty. You know, sees her chilling and shit. What's up, baby girl? What up? What you doing? <laughs> he sees her. He sees her. You know, doing her thing. They meet up. They eventually hook up and you know get married. So the story goes. That, so the story goes on to say that they have kids and they have about, I think, two or three kids. And the the Spanish guy stops or, yeah, stops have, having interest in, in the woman. And she, he, could, he starts being absent for, you know, more periods of time. Legend has it that he was, he went to marry somebody else and I guess the thing he loved the most was his kids so what this lady did finding out all this shit was happening um, pretty much went to the river that was by her house and drowned her kids and seeing seeing what happened and what she, she had done she jumped in herself and that was it so there's another variation of it that she was jealous of the husband paying so much attention to the kids and not her anymore because he pretty much just, you know, bang, 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 that's it. He wanted in and out a couple times and shit. So um, that's the other that's the other one that I've heard. I haven't heard it anywhere else. I'm trying to remember where the fuck I heard it, but I just can't remember off the top of my head. It was a long time ago. So, yeah, he, uh, he pretty much paid more attention to the kids and, well, she tried to hit him where it hurts with with his kids and that was it he uh fuck um she drowned him and that's pretty much fucking what happened hold on I'm sorry a little stone here man I don't claim to be the fucking iron lungs and shit, but 
If you guys can see the fucking big ass white cloud and shit, that this little fucking bong. Fuck, this puts in work. So yeah. <clears throat> now, all these things happen around bodies of water. It has to be a body of water. And I remember, I, I don't know if, I think it was my mom or I think it was on my dad's side. So either my mom or dad's side, one of my uncles, pretty much he would be a party motherfucking party animal all day, every day and shit. Drinking, fucking women and all that shit, right? And I guess he would be, like, he would talk back to my grandma, I think. A lot. I think it was my on my dad's side. He would talk a lot, just talk mad shit, you know. And I guess one day he was coming from from, from fucking partying. He was walking because back in the day in Mexico, you, you could walk. I mean, you could fucking be drunk as fuck and you could walk that shit. It was all just open, open shit, you know, a lot of dirt. Even what what, what I remember too of Mexico uh, before I came over here is that. Where I lived at, it there wasn't even a fucking dirt. There wasn't even a road. It wasn't even you know uh, pavement. It was just dirt. So now they see the picture of Mexico on that same street that we used to live on, or I used to live on. It's it's full of you know fucking you know pavement and shit like that, asphalt, whatever the fuck you want to call it. So yeah. So story goes that my uncle, when he when he was walking in his fucking drunkenness, he said that he could see. A a woman from far away with a white dress. You know, I guess he didn't really fucking pay attention. But what he told me, or, or what I was told, excuse me, is that this woman was beautiful. Like, beautiful. Beautiful hair, beautiful face, all that stuff. And he noticed that she was beautiful and all that stuff. But the last thing she noticed about her was that her her feet never touched the ground. And her dress never touched the ground. So he's... I was told that he kept walking and she kept coming forward, but not towards him. Like, I don't know if you could imagine... You know, you could see somebody from far away, but they're not coming towards you. They're just walking in your direction. So I guess she was she was really close, passed by him, and she didn't even turn to look at him, but she just passed by and she was floating by and that, I think, right there fucking sobered up my my uncle and shit. Sobered him up so fucking good that he just went home. And I he he didn't stop drinking. He just stopped being such a dick. So you can fucking imagine seeing somebody. I mean, fucking put it this way. You're fucking partying and shit. Pisteando, fucking drinking, knocking them back and shit. Getting all puerca and shit. And all of a sudden, you know... Good, you're going home, alright, peace, deuces, you're walk- and you walk at home and shit, right? And all of a sudden you see this fucking feed him ass hanging and shit, a fucking fine ass female from far away in a white dress, you're like, okay, what the fuck? But again, the freaks come out at night, so you wouldn't fucking pay, you know, to mind to it, too much to mind. And, um, as she gets closer, she's fucking, she's floating and her fucking feet don't touch the ground. I don't know if I would be shitting bricks, but I would be like, what the fuck is going on here? I would probably trip the fuck out more than more than be scared. I'd be like, what the fuck? Because, I mean, I've, I've had my a lot of encounters with, with, with that. A lot of encounters. A lot of shit like that. 
So I know, like, what the fuck? I haven't seen... See, my encounters were more... They were kind of visual, but not as, you know, like like that. I, I mean, when I was small, I, w- I would feel somebody uh, grab my legs, you know, in Mexico. We used to live in Mexico. I, I could feel somebody grab my legs and the hands were cold. So, and then I would see, bl- like, bl- literally black hands um, at the end of my my bed. Just, like, wait, not waving, just wiggling the fingers. It was fucking crazy, man, so... I know about that shit. I know about that. So, I'd fucking that shit bricks, man, for real. I don't know. I don't know about you guys and the paranormal and shit. I'm not scared of it. I got respect for all that shit because you don't just fucking go dicking around like that. So, uh, besides that, legend in Mexico. And I, I, I know I'm being a little short because there's not really much to this fucking legend. Just that, you know. So, um. And usually, <clears throat> if you guys didn't know, uh, the supposed phrase that she yells out is, Ay, mis hijos, or donde están mis hijos, which means, oh, my children, or where are my children? So, I, you know, fuck, man, if I would hear that shit in the middle of the night, I'd, fucking, I'd be fucking weirded the fuck out. So, let's go ahead and move on to the, if you hear clicking and shit, it's me just doing my notes and all that shit. So, we're going to move on to the, the legend of La Llorona in California. So, um, of course, we all know different varia- variations of it. So, we're going to fucking uh, let you know about this shit right now. So, I'm going to pull my notes up. Being a fucking stoner over here. Shit, I, I almost fucking forgot. So, um, the one of the reasons why this legend was more, you know... Uh, was handed down generation to generation is kind of fucked up reason and shit. But Mexicans do this shit all the time, or uh, Latinos, or I'm pretty sure every fucking parent does. Um, is this was made up to fucking scary kids to keep keep them in line and shit. So when I when I was younger, I wouldn't fucking my mom and dad would fuck with me like that. But I know other people would be like, no, no. If it, it, we'd be speaking in Spanish, be like, hey, if you don't take calmas, te va a agarrar la llorona. He's like, you know, if you don't fucking chill the fuck out, Yorona's gonna come for you. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, yeah, my mom told me if I don't fucking behave, she's gonna come at night. Like, damn, that's some fucked up shit. Like, fuck, your mom told you that shit? I mean, I'm pretty sure you believe it, but fuck, that's fucked up, dude. And I mean, that's keep them fucking line and shit. Keep them in line. So, the origins of this fucking story go back to the, the, um, the Aztec times and shit. So there's different variations of it, but um, a, there was an Aztec goddess named uh, Siwakwat, a goddess of fertility and motherhood. So she abandoned her son, uh, Mixquat, at the crossroads, and <clears throat> still returns to that spot and weeps for him. So Siwakwat <clears throat> also appeared weeping in front of her Aztec people right before Cortez arrived, thus foretelling their... <clears throat> Their downfall. So, she's a patron of women who die in childbirth. In Aztec legend, women who die in childbirth become spirits and are called Siwateteo. These spirits often haunt crossroads, stealing children at night and seducing men. Damn! So, supposedly, her name was was Maria. Back uh, So, there's not really a fucking complete, solid fucking truth to that. I mean, who fucking knows, man? You know, if we had some Twitter shit back in the day, <laughs> or some fucking Instagram and shit, we would be able to 
know what the fuck this is, but anyway. So, uh, in Fresno, there's a town called Sanger, and supposedly La Llorona wanders uh, Channel Road or Snake Road, as it's called. So uh, there's a woman, there's the woman's ghost who was driving her car that way too fast along those curves, and crashed her car into uh, Kings River. She and her her children drowned and, in the crash, and um, her in her car, uh, the children are miles downstream having like having escaped the car, excuse me, <clears throat> but not the icy pull of the water. So they didn't make it, pretty much. So uh, she supposedly now walks Snake Road all up and down in a white dress, asking those who come across if they've seen her kids. Fuck that shit. I mean, <laughs> fuck that. That'd be some trippy ass shit. And I, I, you know what? That that fucking just reminds me. I was I used to work. I used to work at in Redlands. There was this historic packing. I don't want to call it warehouse. Yeah, pretty much packing warehouse for oranges. So if you guys know that shit, that's just historic. Look it up. Redlands, California. I forgot what the fuck it's called, man. But on top of my head, I'll probably look it up later. So this spot was supposedly way back in the fucking like when they first oranges shit started over there, you know. And I was and I I used to go to the office and I, I could see all this all this shit right there, all the little pictures. So. I was told that somebody, the owner, or the dad, I, I, I don't know, the owner, um, I guess, died of a heart attack in the spot. So, um, I fucking, I, pretty much for the most part, I've seen all all the employees there. But one fucking time, I guess we're doing maintenance and cleaning, all that shit, I saw this, uh, um... I saw this fucking old man passing by with a raincoat and he didn't fucking see, he didn't even look at me or turn. So I seen him pass by once and that was it. And I asked him like, Hey, what's up with this guy? They're like, what the fuck? So I just didn't, I didn't even fucking, I didn't even bother to, you know, push the issue because they're going to tell me, Oh, if they told me, Oh, what the fuck's going on? I, yeah, I know what the fuck to do. Not saying I saw some, but also fuck. There was this, uh, basement, that shit was creepy as fuck, that shit was fucking crazy, and I heard that in the basement shit was happening, shit was going down, so sometimes I would have to have to go to the basement and get ties and shit, fuck that, so anyway, so yeah, a lot a lot of uh, uh, communities uh, from Escondido to Lompoc to Oxnard to Merced to Riverside and Modesto, all throughout California, uh, have a tradition like La Llorona uh, story, or story in, in rare instances the more modern Sanger-like legend which I don't know what the fuck that is I looked that shit up fuck let's do it right now the fuck is a Sanger oh fucking chat I couldn't find it fuck it anyway so here's where it gets fucking funny and weird and shit so of course I love Southern Cali um, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of beautiful states in the whole United States but I love this fucking state so a bit of fucking different stories for uh, in Southern Cali, uh, Texas, Arizona. So let's fucking um, get to that shit. So in Texas, the legend of La Llorona uh, of Texas Hill, I believe, or not Texas Hill? Is it Texas Hill? 
you know what? Don't even fucking. So, this uh, woman wanders along the canals and rivers crying for her missing children. Uh, it's found in many cultures and regions, but there is a known area in South Texas where uh, the legend pretty much is very fucking vibrant. So, this is fucking, this is crazy shit, man. So, Texas has one. Let's see. I know Texas. Let uh, me fucking notes here. And you know what? This is what I like about my podcast. I, some, I don't fucking like to prep too much. That may be a better production value, you know, even if you, you guys are not paying anything, anything like that. But hey, fuck it. I mean, it's we're doing it live. Shit. So uh, let's see here. All right. So in Texas and shit, uh, right outside of San Antonio, where there is aptly named the Hollering Woman Creek. So pretty much, legend has it the 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 pioneering pioneering family that was living um, by the banks was attacked by Indians after pretty much the woman of the family saw her husband brutally killed. So she, for some fucking reason, drowns her children to save them from a painful fate. Which fuck, that's just pretty much fucking fucked up and shit. And pretty much. Um, you know that was was pretty much it. So she was supposedly uh, so emotionally distraught after that happened that she yelled maddening screams of fucking terror and shit, and pretty much frightened off the the uh, Indians for some fucking reason. So imagine, ah, fuck, I don't even want to imagine that shit. Yeah, fuck all that. <coughs> anyway, fuck. All right, so Southern California, so cool. As a legend, if you guys know, if you guys know about the, the uh, San, Juan, San Juan Capistrano area, uh, it's pretty much was founded in 1841, back in the days and shit. Uh, the Santa Fe Railroad came to there. Um, I don't even know anything about that shit. That shit is also historic. Um, they have a legend just like La Llorona. And it was pretty much based in the what happened supposedly in the 19th century and there was uh, pretty much the walkway that inst- extends from Los Rios Street uh, past Zulmar's Petting Zoo to Paso Adelanto uh, served as pretty much a route uh, to the to the ocean from San Juan Capistrano so a lot of prostitutes were you know rolling in there you know selling the booty booty <laughs> selling the booty all that shit and uh, hopefully you know walking the not hopefully, but uh, walking the the whole shebang bang to get some business and shit. So there's a legend that <coughs> there was a young lady uh, prostitute that was really gorgeous, beautiful, met a traveling man uh, on this route, and he he rode a large horse, and the prostitute knew that he had that that cheddar, the the bling bling. So you know they um. Well, to pull that the wealthy man fell in love with the prostitute, you know what I mean? <laughs> Probably fell in love with the pussy and shit. <laughs> so, because um, she was very beautiful. So, that day, they spent the afternoon together, you know, paka, 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 hitting that shit. And um, he, I guess he, I guess he was, uh, after he nut, he was, uh, he's like, oh, I'll marry you, this and that. Wait for me. You know that bullshit, right? He said that he would marry her right, not right away. He had a business to tend to, but 
He'd be back pretty pretty soon and shit, and he would give her the lavish lifestyle that she deserves for her and her children. She had children and shit. So, um, you know, yeah. So he left that day. She was swooned. She was swept off her feet and shit. And she told her children children about it. Let her know, hey, check this out. I met this guy. He was cool. He said he was going to marry me. We're going to have a good life. And blah, 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 blah. You know, it's still the whole story. They were all excited, happy and shit. A couple uh, days pass, and he didn't come back. But, you know, she kept the faith and all that shit. So a bunch of months go by, and she started, you know, she started hooking again. Because, I mean, fuck, how's she going to feed her children, right? So, I guess on a on a lucky day, she saw what was a familiar, familiar face and shit. Uh, driving a carriage or... I don't know how you would fucking drive a carriage. I don't know. So, she saw the man. You know, she was overcome with joy. She ran to the guy. All that shit. And, you know, as she she's uh, approaching this carriage... She sees that she's not that he's not alone, and beside him is a beautiful young woman. So he recognized her, looked at her, and <laughs> supposedly what this guy fucking just did was he took he grabbed something from his pocket, put it in her hand, and it was two kids' toys. So I guess I don't know what the fuck that would mean. She was confused. All this should happen, and in a fit of rage out of her fucking mind she went ahead and um drowned her kids in what is a Trabuco Creek and she drowned them one by one along with the two kids toys so after that fit of rage stopped and she fucking recognized that she fucked up she pretty much um uh you know, drowned herself. So, now she supposedly uh, haunts the area looking for her kids. So, that's, that's fucking nuts. It's pretty crazy shit. So you guys think about that one. That one is very fucking dope. So, I was as surprised as you are that, um, that, that legend is so crazy here in SoCal. So, Shit. That's what's up. So, um, this episode <clears throat> has been more experimental. Me talking shit. Just so I could uh, more or less test out the, the mic. And my editing skills. And all that shit. So, yeah. If you like it, let me know. If you don't, let me know. What could be improved? Suggestions. I'm always open to it. <clears throat> as long as you're not a dick, of course. So, we have a huge announcement. Um, but first, let's take a fucking hit of this thing, show aid, man. <coughs> so, that is the Blum Report. Of La Llorona, classic movie monsters, and haunts in Southern California. I have an announcement to make. So, two big announcement actually. Two new people are going to be joining the Blunt Report podcast. So, 
It's gonna be fucking. It's gonna be huge. So yeah, look out for that shit. We're gonna be doing big, big things, different things. Still gonna keep it stony. Still gonna keep it paranormal. Still different topics and shit like that. Off paranormal and shit. So look out for that. Blood report's gonna be fucking happening. So look out for the episode, first episode dropping shit. It's gonna be pretty soon. We're having some merch, some stickers, hopefully a Patreon, and all that good shit. So, check that shit out. Yeah, thank you very much for everybody who's listening to the podcast and deal with the bullshit. Uh, stay on the grind, keep fucking going, keep flowing, keep smoking, talking, choking, dabbing, shit. Alright, so, keep that shit stony. Fucking cannibal, the cannabis animal, back at it again and shit. Y'all take care of each other. Deuces. Oh yeah, baby. Oh yeah.